So it's the ability to respond. So, I mean, I can have all of this amazing information in my brain accessible, you know, to what it is that we're talking about or going through. And, um, you know, that's fine. And it's, well, who's this person that's actually sitting in front of me? You know, Mm -hmm. what state are they in currently? What's their overall state that they kind of come in and out of? What's their state currently? What's their energy levels like right now? What are they ready for right now? Um, What are they asking for on one level? What are they really asking for on another level? (laughs) And then, and so like all this information that's coming through and then, you know, doing an exercise that's based on, you know, what they've shared with me in the past, what we've done, you know, during our consultation and then what's actually happening in the moment. So it's actually quite and uh, exhilarating and satisfying to like I said customize like that mm, exercise in the moment as it relates to like the grand scheme of why we're meeting Um, and so that happens in the moment some people say that the scientific world and the mystical world are two separate entities but to Maureen Fontaine nothing could be farther from the truth In her daily life, she is an expert in live and dry blood analysis, an ontological coach and a spiritual intuitive reader. As a mother, grandmother and mentor, Maureen aims to incite curiosity and celebrate those who inspire. Science is a practical in-depth process of the mind. It encompasses observation, identification, description, experimental investigation and theoretical explanation of phenomena. This information is then systematically analyzed and proves it exists. Mysticism is often considered to be unscientific and unfounded. Going beyond the obvious allows for an expanded state of consciousness. It goes beyond the normal sensory experience and the obvious. Those things we can explain and those we cannot. Both science and mysticism coexist and reveal the truths of the universe. How curious are you? Join Maureen and her guest speakers as they bridge the space between science and mysticism. Welcome to Science and the Mystical. This is where I get to interview some amazing people. And I always want to see how much science is behind what they do, if any, which I'm sure there always is, and how that kind of merges with our mystical selves, our soul selves, our spiritual aspects. It's such an important um, integration that makes us better human beings. And so there's no one better than uh, Karen McKinnon, who is here on the screen with me today. And we're truly gifted with your presence. Karen, thank you for being here. Oh, Maureen, I'm gifted with your presence as well. And I'm very happy to be here with you. So thank you. And your topic just lights me up. So I'm super excited. Oh, yeah. well, thank you so much. And um, today I labeled this one or titled it Deepening and soul psychology. And you are in a very fascinating field that I actually had never heard of before. So this is going to be really interesting and informative for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a diploma in existential integrative psychotherapy. That's like a mouthful in and of itself, isn't it? Yeah. And you're in private practice as a soul counselor and a soul coach. And you have so many other things that you offer. There's just a plethora. So we're going to dig into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. And, and I had the pleasure of meeting you at a really quaint coffee shop in Victoria. 
And um, <clears throat> we just kind of knew each other when we you know, kind of saw each other, which was super cool. But I, I snooped you on Google just <laughs> so I kind of <laughs> knew what you looked like. It was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know. Um, and you're known in, in the community for your brilliant skills. And you're also known for how kind you are and that you have this huge, gracious heart. And for anybody to see you, and I know when I first saw you, it doesn't like it, it totally makes sense that yoga is your language and the connection to heart is kind of your food and <laughs> uh, it's, and you embody that and it's, it's evident to everybody that meets you. Hmm. If I run into somebody who goes, Oh, I met this amazing woman. Her name is Karen McKinnon. I'm going, I know, right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so fun. So we're going to jump right in. Yes, let's. I, what a beautiful smorgasbord of an introduction. I love <laughs> it was a smorgasbord. <laughs> That's okay. It. That's what makes this fun. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell us how you got into this. Like what, what was the draw? What happened? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I'm not even sure how far back to go, but I remember being a teenager in the middle of biology class, uh, specifically reading Yoga, Youth, and Reincarnation. Because um, <laughs> in biology class, <laughs> in biology, parts of it were interesting, but parts of it, I just, I just found this book and um, um, I had to read it. So I had started um, my journey in that way. I was just always fascinated with the the mystical the um, transpersonal and energy way of looking at things where there's this natural relationship between things that are seen and things that are not seen um, so I guess you could say it started then and then just you know getting into yoga when I was um, 21 is when I got my certification um, and doing that to current day and then everything in between just sort of all this I just kept following what you know I found endlessly fascinating um, so what I've been basically what I found fun uh, and that's when things really actually started to shift for me in um, my business when I decided to do something that I found so fun mm. that I wouldn't let myself do before because I had to be quite practical so mm. so um, my own journey with the sort of practical and mystical or practical magic like I like to call it um, has started for, for some time, but, um, I think that's how I'll start it off. I feel like I could talk about like a billion things right now and I'm trying to like rein it in. Well, just rein it yeah. in because I'm so curious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so go ahead. You were in Toronto at the time. Is that correct? You grew up yeah. there? Okay. Yes. I grew up in Scarborough and Toronto and I've moved to, I'm in Victoria now. I've been here a couple of years. Um, because of the nature it drew me here my basically my soul called me here and so that's why I'm here it was a surprising sort of knock at the door where I'm like okay you want me to go where across the country <laughs> okay and <laughs> so, you did and it's still it's for me and for you know everyone that I help too it's like it's for me it's still a practice and actually listening and following because you can hear the nudges and or the screams but then it's you know if you actually take action is another thing but uh, it's all a process so Wow, that's a big journey. So many people end up in Victoria, you know, from a calling that they have or an intuition that they have. It's quite interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing that a lot, actually. Yeah. And I love hearing all their stories and hearing more and more people talk about like this sort of not secret, but like sort of 
tender part of how they kind of live their life from this like oh I was called and more and more people are starting to talk and share more with other people from that place within themselves which I really enjoy so Mm -hmm. yeah I've been hearing that a lot out here and it's it's very exciting we kind of get excited when we oh how did you come here really oh so (laughs) it's a great conversation starter it is it is yeah and just how how we come to meet people like how we met you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting as well which I really enjoy I can't even remember who connected us but um Mm. I it was one of those where yeah I really need to I really need to merge with this person so it was awesome and I'm so glad I did I know me too I've been working with you and and your your amazing skills so it's been quite a quite a beautiful gift as well so oh thank you Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And how is Victoria treating you? Well, it's, <laughs> it's a big it's conversation. Treat, <laughs> well, it's treating me well. It's treating me well. I'm starting to get to um, to connect with more folks that have such a unique and interesting, um, they're like their own language with like the mystical. And mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's beautiful to connect with all these sort of like like-minded folks, but also with their own niche and their own uniqueness. So, um, you know, coming to actually work, one of my offices is in your old office, which is another little synchronistic thing. And um, with someone else who was on one of your podcasts, I think it's one of the first ones that you had, actually. Otis, yes. Otis, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's been treating me well. I've been having some really beautiful and interesting supports come through to kind of welcome me in and create a new community here. I left like this massive community that I've had for so long, same yoga studio that I was teaching at for like 15 years. So it's, uh, it's definitely a new journey to, to kind of land here and, and see, you know, how things are going to start to unfold. So 15 years. Oh my gosh. You must have started as a toddler because you <laughs> you <laughs> well, wear it well, girl. <laughs> well, oh, thank you, thank you. Well, the teacher training I finished in when I was twenty-one, so mm. uh, or twenty. So, um, yeah, yeah, I guess I, I knew I wanted to do something in the healing arts for a while and just kept growing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I love that I can bring it all together now. Mm-hmm. Everything in good time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah yeah when you're not wildly <laughs> impatient sure everything in good time <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. you work mostly one-on-one with people is that correct I do so my entire practice right now is one-on-one um, and I did a lot of group work I mean my yoga classes are, are online right now um, but um, with the with the soul counseling and the soul coaching one-on-one there's something really special about the personability of it and the um the relationship that gets to develop in in that one-on-one container um Mm. yes people really start to open up and share some of the things that's been on their heart and on their soul that they finally feel like they can start to explore and um and so yeah I love I love it there's something really satisfying about being able to connect and meet with someone on that on that level and I think it's um, people are hungry for it you know they teach us how to you know do math in school and Mm -hmm. all these other lovely skills and Mm -hmm. you know how do I connect with my deep heart and deep soul I mean that should be in school (laughs) part of biology class or something right (laughs) back to biology yeah wow so are you are you working with people online and in person because I know you came at a very awkward um global time 
I did. Yeah. So yeah. thankfully I was actually able to move my entire practice over because it, it was all online and it actually still is. And I occasionally see someone in person when they want to, um, although I'm still uh, seeing and having referrals for online practice for people who are in um, Ontario a lot. I have people in even further east in Nova Scotia. It's just kind of how it's been working. But I do have some office space that I'm excited to to use more for some in-person clients when they uh, when they want to meet in person. So I do both right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's mm -hmm. a beautiful environment there. It's really changed since I was there. Um, and it's not because I left. It was just time for everybody to kind of shift and move and recreate. Mm -hmm. And um, you're, you're in with some incredible people. Yes. I mean, you feel that when you walk in the space. And then the second um, office space that's available to me is the one where you're at. Well, it's the office is in the back, but at Aaron's nice. Yeah. Nice. So I just, it's so exciting to be like part of these little hubs that has such a good um, energy to them. So um yeah, building community, right? Absolutely. Well, both are great places to build community. So yeah, mm -hmm. well, I, I look forward to seeing you in the space that David has at Aired Empire. It's mm -hmm. awesome. That's yeah. so awesome. So um, let's look at the different things that you offer. So mm -hmm. there's soul coaching. Let's start with that one. Yeah, so it's interesting to describe the two of them because I use them so interchangeably as is needed with whoever's sitting in front of me. So my ability to respond to what's sort of being asked or prompted in, in the moment. But the soul coaching is more like kind of developing skills, so to speak, a little bit more of that coaching and tr like teaching sort of moments, especially when it relates to um, meditative states or meditative ways of being. So when when clients come to me with whatever it is, and it's all, you know, unique and different, the the way I interact with them and what ends up being like that coaching piece is how to meditate, how to move yourself into a more meditative state. Now, other words that I would use to describe that or how to be um, present, how to be receptive, how to be and sit with your own company. So when we say meditation, it's like, it's actually, mm. it's so much more than that. And it is that. Um, so so when, when someone's coming to see me for, say, counseling, soul counseling, there's those coaching moments in there where we kind of break it down. I customize, you know, how it is that we might do this little exercise together that's personalized for them that allows them to receive what that is that they're needing and that they're asking for. So how do I deal with, you know, what I'm feeling? How do I deal with this overwhelm? How do I connect more with myself? How do I hear myself more? And we do these customized exercises that has this coaching um, element in it and it's really fun you know we laugh we cry <laughs> but, but but it's like it's like um I don't know it's like kind of being in school but not but it's like this learning coaching teaching aspect that's within you know the energy and the mystical that is is all around so I'm hoping that's kind of clear yeah. um it's challenging sometimes to try to talk about something that's invisible or a relational dynamic but um I think I'm starting to to articulate it so that's well a, I would say very question. well yes okay, gosh. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes so I'm a coach as well mm -hmm. uh, of a different kind but yeah. so I've had the training so I understand a lot of you know the the customizable bits that come with that kind of training mm -hmm. you used that word that you customize or you use customized approaches is this does this emanate from your training specifically 
where you learned, you know, that this is a great approach for that? Or can you say more on that? Yeah, so the integrative approach, where um, probably one of the biggest things that I've learned from my training is how to connect with myself and relate to myself while I'm relating to the person in front of me. So um, uh, yeah, oh, my mind just went off somewhere else. What was what was your question again? Well, I'm starting... The customizable approach? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no yeah, worries. so it's the ability to respond. So I mean, I can have all of this amazing information in my brain accessible, you know, to what it is that we're talking about or going through. And, um, you know, that's fine. And it's, well, who's this person that's actually sitting in front of me? You know, mm-hmm. what state are they in currently? What's their overall state that they kind of come in and out of? What's their state currently? What's their energy levels like right now? What are they ready for right now? Um, what are they asking for on one level? What are they really asking for on another level? Ah, <laughs> yes. And then, and so like all this information that's coming through and then, you know, doing an exercise that's based on, you know, what they've shared with me in the past, what we've done, you know, during our consultation and then what's actually happening in the moment. So it's actually quite in, uh, exhilarating and satisfying to, like I said, customize like that exercise in the moment as it relates to like the grand scheme of why we're meeting. Um, And so that happens in the moment, you know. And you would be so highly trained with respect to, you know, listening for the unspokens and watching for the nuances that there's no articulation for particularly um, and helping people verbalize more deeply. Yeah. 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 Well said, Maureen. Thank you. And that's, it sounds, um, if you kind of, if we say it like that, which I love, it almost sounds simple. It's like, oh, well, I'm helping someone to verbalize something or bring words or bring life to something. But that's what ends up being quite transformative is it helps them see something they couldn't see or doubted, but they did see, uh, feel something (laughs) they weren't sure what it was um, to validate their own experience. And it, it helps with the, this sort of tangible quality when we're talking about the I say intangible lightly when we're talking about emotions mm-hmm. and things like that. But um, yeah, it's um, it helps them come into their own contact with what they're experiencing and it helps them come into their own sense of involvement and empowerment in their own process, you know? So what I'm hearing is that you take the invisible and make it visible the unspokens and make them spoken mm-hmm. and the unconscious and you're bringing it to consciousness, mm-hmm. which is just, it's such a skill. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And it's so, it's so awesome. People need it and they love it. Like whether mm. people talk like that in their own day to day, you know, doesn't really matter. But when we start to interact in that way, you know, someone's like describing something they don't fully understand yet, or it's kind of confusing. And I'm, you know, listening, reflecting things back to them. And they start to kind of, they start to kind of get a, a like see in their own sense, like, oh, is it sounds like this, or is this going on? Or what do you feel like just helping them through their own process, so that they yeah, they can have their sense of empowerment. It's they, they, they like it. People like it and they want it. <laughs> There's a real just, hunger. 
Yeah, there's a real hunger. And again, it's not like, not like everyone necessarily has the verbiage to even ask for that. Mm-hmm. Like I want, I want someone to help me connect with my, these are my, this is my words, right? Like mm-hmm. I want someone to help me connect with my deep sense of self or um, soul or spirit or sacred center, like, you know, but that's what ends up when people come to me, that's what they end up needing or wanting, whether they have certain words for it or not. Um, so there's, there's definitely an intuitive piece or an energy piece that actually draws, you know, um, us together and people together, you know, which is exciting. Well, the, the ability to listen for and, yeah. and hold space for what shows up is like, that's a skill in, in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and you're um, and you're you're exercising it quite well right now like you're oh, reflect, uh, like uh, like the reflective skills the listening skills the you know all that stuff of like it's it's such a healing medicine it really is and it almost mm-hmm. sounds so simple but you know that feeling when you say something and then someone says oh you know it seems like this and then that person really feels seen or heard and that's just like this bomb you know and, and that I think is at the heart of what like deeper relationship is within someone, like within one person being able to really be with and see themselves in, in such a kind regard, mm. you know, and, wow. and, you know, we, we do that with each other in the relationship. I mean, I, I have a kind regard for you know clients and for people and that, you know, when we interact in that way and people start to open themselves up, they get to have that and do that for themselves um so it's part of it is like yes I have these skills Mm -hmm. and they're awesome and they're and they're amazing and I love them but part of what I'm doing is like you have these skills too (laughs) yes yes you can do this too and oh my gosh let me show you let me show you ways and and you know and and helping them uh, or really listening to them to how they like to learn and how they hear things so that's part of what I do as well it's not like take this one sentence in and how I say it. And this is my way. So follow that. It's like me, how do you speak? Let me kind mm-hmm. of try to speak your language as well. So we can really communicate is, is the thing. So it's, it's exciting. Like you can do this too. Oh, it gets so excited. Oh, good. And, <laughs> and when people come to see you, I'm sure for some, it's the first time they've actually felt heard. Uh, yeah. They, some people actually say that to me and they tell me things that they've you know, don't really tell people or even talk to themselves about it's yeah. So mm-hmm. feeling heard. Yeah. Oh, I feel heard such a short sentence. And it's like, Oh, it's everything, you know? Yeah. I've had yeah. people come who, you know, whether it's for the intuitive aspect or, you know, the live blood that I do and, and mm-hmm. helping people with their biology. Um, mm-hmm. Often people will say, you know, like, I really get that I matter. And that's huge, right? And, it, mm-hmm. and some people cry because whether it's health things or otherwise, you know, they're, they're being heard and that's, it's powerful. It's powerful to be present for people. And yeah. I know that about you is you're very present with people. You're not, you know, scrolling and making a grocery list in your head, you know, <laughs> or, or thinking about, you know, what you're going to make for dinner. There's, you're really there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people find that intimidating in, in those of us who, who listen well. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like, yeah. So some, we kind of, in a one sense, all want to be seen, 
Mm-hmm. And then, and sometimes we don't though, you know, there's like, that like ah. push <laughs> I want to be seen. Oh my God, someone sees. It's too close. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, or right? I want to see, but that's as close as you get to that's come. As close. Yeah. yeah. Which is totally fine. And it's actually important to respect. I mean, I have my own right. Yeah. moments of that in my life as well. And uh, mm-hmm. it all needs to be honored and respected, but mm-hmm. I love the, I love the, what we're even just talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it um it feels really ah oh, it feels sacred. I mean, I know we're Aww. kind of having like a fun conversation about it and it's light, but it actually feels quite sacred as well, you know, mm-hmm. just how we how we come to meet people and what we do and people show a little bit more of themselves, you know. We are, we um, find each other. Yeah. The people find you, I found you or we found each other each and each so other, it yeah. goes. And yeah. I think there is levity in the sacred realm. Um, There's all of it, but there's more ability to be with when we integrate it with our soul selves. Yeah. Would be how I would describe it. Yeah. And, and, you know, when we talk like metaphorically or energetically about things, you know, sometimes people say, Oh, I feel it in my bones or I feel it in my Mm. blood and it's a real thing. And then, you know, to, to be able to have spoken with you about the way you speak about blood and the way you, you know, see it and with your science of it, but the way you feel it as well. um, It's really, I think it's right along the lines of what we're, you know, talking about, you know? Hmm, yes, thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what's exciting for me is when people like you come and there's you can feel and see and sense that there is that aspect of you that is very spiritual mm-hmm. and very involved with your evolution that way. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not separate. So it's really fun for me to have somebody like you with that awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have to kind of gently nudge it or you know, pull you forward with it if that's where we need to go. But mm-hmm. I also do respect when people are like, Mm-mm, right? Yes. This is just science. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. And that's cool too. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. It, it is a respect in the same way that you are respecting people's ability to be forthcoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So explain to me the difference between like, if I'm perusing your list you know, of offerings, their soul coaching and soul mm-hmm. counseling. What is the difference? Yeah, so I started to touch on that a little bit before. And so I think I'll speak a little bit more to the soul counseling. So mm-hmm. that's usually where that's a container where folks usually have a sense that there's a little bit more time spent, a little bit more uh, personal or sustained support that allows us to go a little bit sort of, I say it tentatively, but further per se or deeper per se. And I say that tentatively because we can go, you know, deep in like a single coaching session or like a intuitive Reiki session. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. um, however, if, if someone's looking for a little bit more like high contact um, in their life, something that's a little bit more consistent and present for them as they're working through, say, a longer arc in their life that they're like trying to work through, you know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Like a longer arc of something that they're working on? Um, Then soul counseling would be, would be lovely for that. Yeah. Cause it builds that relationship that things, sometimes things can only happen when a relationship is a certain kind of relationship is there. You know, it's like, and again, it's like a nonverbal thing. Like our psyche kind of knows like, Oh, I'm supported okay, I can do this now, or I can bring this forward now, or I can let this go now. So, you know, and it's different for everyone, whether, you know, 
it's it's like a few months that we're meeting or a year or a few sessions like it's it's different for everyone um, but that soul counseling allows a little bit more of that depth through the contact of of the repetition of meeting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if I can reference to the arc is that because again I don't you know this way better than me so in coaching we're kind of taking you from here and moving you forward Yes. The history is not as important, although it does. It's not like it is part of it, but it isn't the focus. Whereas with counseling, there's a lot more about what came before that's informing the now. Is that? Yes. That's really well said. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's more of an opportunity to have some of the previous sort of emotional and psychic content to be brought forth and held and um, cared for. Mm hmm. There's, there's um, a lot of healing in sharing our stories. Mm -hmm. And there's a point where the sharing of stories is interfering with the moving forward. So it's a delicate balance, would you say? Oh, I would love that you said that, Maureen. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we can kind of get caught up in our stories. It's like, um, yeah, caught up in it without meaning to because getting caught up in our stories, it's like something to lean against. Mm-hmm. It's familiar. I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. And and it's just maybe because we're stuck and we're not quite sure how to move from that place of like, oh, this happened to me mm-hmm. to, you know, okay, that happened to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so sometimes the history wants company mm-hmm. and wants to merge with others that had that experience and yeah. it stays stuck. Yes. Right. Like I see that in people. So if you weren't your story, who would you be and who would you aspire to be? So it's to what degree that history, that past informs the now that is the difference maker. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Well, yeah. And it's, it's sort of like an unconscious and conscious dialogue that that person is having is that some people don't want to let go of it at this moment and nobody has to. No. You know, there's there's a certain kind of readiness that happens and you wouldn't want to like go jump into something if you're not ready. So, mm. you know, there's sometimes people do a lot of preparing while they're still kind of stuck in the story. And, um, you know, when and so if someone comes to me and they're kind of stuck in a story, it's like, you know, if they if they actually are, they kind of want to get out of it, but they're not quite ready. It's like, well, we'll actually talk about that. It's mm-hmm. like, well, what do you need to actually get ready? Mm-hmm. you know how can Great I support question. you in that way and and it's yeah. and again it's not because I think you should be here now or there mm-hmm. now it's like well what do you actually want for yourself what are you ready for right now and so you know whatever someone can verbalize or as we kind of dish out it's like some people say oh I want to be here and it's like so we try to go there and it's like no so it's like well, what about this what about this what about mm-hmm. this how about this does this feel nice right now yes that feels good and so you know um, there's so many different ways to work with with the stories, but really, you know, the person, it depends on how ready they are. And it's good. a process of awakening. I always see it yeah. as, as there's nothing more beautiful than seeing someone declare that they're complete with that story. Mm-hmm. That they see for themselves that it no longer serves and that it really bogged them down or it did serve and, but now it's different. So mm-hmm. coming to those realizations is like you said, it's so empowering 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for somebody to say, just drop the story, the story is like too much already, mm-hmm. um, doesn't work. It actually mm-hmm. pushes the person back into kind of that place because yeah. they're not ready, but they're, they're determining when ready is, exactly. even though, even though as coach counselor or counselor, you know, where to beckon it forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Maureen, I love your use of words. <laughs> It's fun, you, right? You use the word beckon right now. I love it. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Beckon, I beckon you towards your becoming. It's, oh. it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was something that you said at that last piece that I was just starting to to tune into, but it slipped my mind again because I'm getting excited. <laughs> but anyway, it'll uh, come back. If it it'll come back. Yeah. So if someone reaches out to you and they're like, I don't know, you know, should I do counseling or coaching? Like, um, how, how do you, how do you guide people with regards yeah. to making a choice? Yeah. Well, there's the consultation that I offer a complimentary consultation. So it allows us to meet mm. and chat and kind of clarify that, that exact question, you know, what are you looking for? What do you need? How can I help you? And, mm-hmm. you know, is it a good match for where you're at in your life? And so we just, you know, take that up to an hour um, for the consultation, and we just kind of answer those questions. Um, and they well, like, and it's what's lo- what's great about it is that I mentioned before is that if someone comes to see me for coaching, there's there's some moments for counsel if they wanted. It's just mm-hmm. it's there, like you can't like turn off the dial. And so if someone's coming to see me for some soul counseling. There's obviously can, coaching can come in no problem. So you know, they 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 work together. They work together really well. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I, you, I love how fluid you are with that. Um, you show up and provide what's needed when, which mm-hmm. is what it's all about. Yeah. 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 So the soul part of it, um, obviously, or it seems obvious to me that someone that would search you out is in search of growing their spiritual selves. Yeah. Yeah. So growing their spiritual. And again, these are just, these are certain words and there might be other words that people use for similar things, but people that are interested in tapping into connecting with or communicating with this um, deeper sense of self, whether you call it spirit Mm -hmm. or soul, um, heart, intuition, instinct. So folks that come to see me are interested in this, this way of life that has that with it. You know, mm-hmm. like has that that aliveness, that richness, that sort of nonverbal, metaphoric, um, dreamlike quality that they really honor or like or want to bring more into their their world. Um, so there's some kind of passion or heart or um, tenderness or longing that folks have, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, yeah, they're interested in their own sense of involvement in their process, their own sense of empowerment. They're curious, um, ready, hungry. They like to mm. ask questions. They're just like, they're ready, you know? So um, that that seems to be a general kind of theme with both all the different beautiful folks that I get to work with, so. So nice. Well, there's, yeah. I, I love the use of the word curiosity. Like mm-hmm. if you, if, if there's a curiosity, they're going to reach out to somebody like you versus a clinical psychologist or a psychiatrist, or, I mean, there's a place for everybody, oh, but it yeah. seems to me that someone who chooses soul coaching or, or counseling yeah. 
is very intrigued by connecting with another aspect of themselves. So I would imagine you get people that are, you know, on quite a path already and others who are just dipping their toe in. Yeah. Did we talk about that before? Because that that's that's exactly how I would say that. It feels like we've we've talked about that before. Oh, so yeah, be. so the, yeah, or you know, <laughs> repetition Marine's, is good. Marine's intuition's just coming up. So <laughs> so that's exactly it. So I have clients that come to me that are like, so I've been operating with this for a while. It's not working. I'm like in my head. I'm not sure what to do. Like you know, and so they're like, well, you see, you have this language, you talk about nature, a holistic self, you talk about um, soul or spirit. And I, I just want to feel like I want to feel free to talk about that and explore that, and what that means to me. Mm, and nice. so folks come to me that way. So it's really yeah. new to them. And I love that. It's so exciting. You know, I love introducing this world in a way that they like and is good for them. And then there's folks who are kind of really already on this this path, let's say, so to speak. And um, they have their own languaging around it. They have their own experience with, you know, deeper sense with the mystical, and they're still kind of moving through something and they just want this kind of support. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not because it's new per se, but that they want this kind of support, the, 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 uh, this lens that I'm able to bring um, into their experience that they really value. So, so you're absolutely right. People who are just dipping their toe are already kind of swimming in the waters, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those who are already deeply involved with their spiritual evolution would appreciate that you have, that you understand the language mm-hmm. because that's, you know, I'm sure people are like, Oh, you so get me, right. You understand yeah. me. Like you speak my mm-hmm. language. So yeah, yeah, it's huge. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's not like they have to hide that part of themselves or over explain themselves. Mm-hmm. Because I'm kind of already uh, comfortable with using those, th- th- this kind of language. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we can kind of just hit the ground running. So yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> so you also do energy readings and healings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so when people come to see me for soul counseling and soul coaching, that's part of it as well. Again, you can't, I can't like turn the button off. So, Mm -hmm. so with the information that I have around, you know, someone who's got this kind of tendency or, you know, attachment or whatever, that's great. And then, you know, I have that, that knowledge. And then as we're doing the the alive session, the intuition comes in and I check with it and I ask some questions. What about this and how about that and it really informs you know how we we work and so if someone wants to come for say a one-off um like energy reading and reiki i kind of combine the two then that's exactly what it is i don't really know them we've never met before but the information starts to come through and i check in with them and it it's just how the session the session goes so um, mm-hmm. it's always part i mean it's how i live it's 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 brought into my work because it's who i am and it's how i live um, so it's always kind of here, ready for, ready right. For going. Yeah. Yes. It's, you can't, you can't just not see certain things and whether we know it or not, we're always reading other people's energy. We sure. are sensitive to other people's energy. Sure. Sure. And I like that you bring that up too, because, um, you know, sometimes people are a bit put off by that like oh are you reading me right now yes, yes. <laughs> and it's like well no not really but I'm not not and so what what I want to say to that is you know when with this work that I do and I'm sure with other people as well who are in some sort of um, relational or helping work 
when two people come together, they start to talk and they make an agreement of some sort of like, okay, I want to come see you. It's okay for you to connect with me. I'm going to let you in a bit, or I'm going to share a bit with you. So you, it's different when two people come into a, like more of a professional dynamic, you know, where we're tuning into each other in a different way than, you know, I would if I'm mm-hmm. talking to having a conversation with someone so it's a little different Mm -hmm. you know there's there's more of that permission and there's the respect of you know when you really kind of connect with someone Mm -hmm. yeah it's so interesting because you know how when you go to someone's place for dinner and you walk in and you know they just had a domestic (laughs) it's like you can feel (laughs) it right yeah that happened to me when someone came for live blood and this was a long time ago and I just turned, it was husband and wife. And I just, I just turned my chair around and looked at both of them. And I said, so you had a a domestic this morning (laughs) and they're going, Oh my God, how did you know? It was just, it was the big white elephant in the room, but then we laughed and and it just broke the ice so they could just drop it and we could Uh, get on with things. So it was, it was like, I listened to my intuition with respect to, is it appropriate to say that or not? Or, um, I, another one that shows up more frequently is and often with men is I'll just sit there and go okay your wife sent you didn't she <laughs> so, yeah so it's a deal breaker if I didn't come and you know check into my health so it, it's kind of fun to play with it but also with all due respect right so, oh yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. yes yeah. And you um, are, you know, you, you're a Reiki master and again, all of these things merge together and um, meditation is huge for you. So in the realm of meditation, um, I've listened to one of your recordings and oh my gosh, it's just exquisite. And uh, you have such a way and I, I really want to honor that and acknowledge your incredible skill that way. You have the voice, you have the persona, you, you embody it. And like you say, this is your life, which is well appreciated by those of us that know you. Hmm. Yeah. So Uh, I really, I really welcome that. That's really beautiful to receive. Thank you. Mm. Well, you're welcome. And at the end, you know, please stick around everyone who's listening because Karen will um, will bless us with a, a little <laughs> meditation at the end. I can hardly wait. <laughs> ah. uh, well, thank you. I, I thank you for bringing that up again um, because it is it is how I work and it is um, something that I'm offering. I'd have a, some a free uh, Facebook group that I'd offer free meditations in right now before I offer some of the more paid ones that are coming up, actually. I have some, I'm going to be doing that in the next week. I'm going to start fiddling around with recording and, um, and offering um, general but potent meditations for, for folks and um, still offer the personalized ones as well. Um, so, oh, those are powerful. Um, mm. So I'm going to start to do that more often. And um, um, well, voice is, voice is powerful. And that's a lot of like who the clients that come to see me, it's like, connecting with that voice that voice inside that deep voice inside and um and using it so um it's such a it's such a beautiful resource that we all have available to us and uh i hope to bring this more to people so that they can actually find that they can do it 
that they can do meditation, that they can even enjoy it and have it be this sacred resource and thing that they look to to do and look forward to doing. Um, mm. So beautiful. Yeah, thank you beautiful. for bringing that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. pleasure. Such mm -hmm. a pleasure. <clears throat> the, you know, the world of meditation is, I mean, you can, you can meditate with so many apps now and there's just a lot available mm -hmm. and um when is your app coming out <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't know that's a great idea Marie. i just I thought i'd that. throw that out there <laughs> uh, it's, it's coming out whenever it's coming, it's coming. i yeah, can't that's wait a great idea uh -huh. i will sign up yes <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes and i will pay for it you need to awesome. you need to be you know, blessed also. So oh, uh, money is a beautiful blessing too. It is. Energy exchange, exchange, right? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So in the world yeah. of coaching, counseling, working with people, we run into obstacles. Um, no matter how smooth it goes, every once in a while, there might be someone who's particularly um, challenging to work with, or we just can't make the connections that we know it's like slippery. Um, has that happened for you and, and how? Yeah. So, I mean, that's like a natural part of, you know, mm -hmm. seeing, seeing the public or seeing people, it's like, you know, we might be a match for a bit or sort of, or maybe working things out and we just have, <clears throat> it's just kind of clear for us when it does happen, if it's not an exact match and we just kind of have a conversation about it and, you know, just be upfront about it. And, you know, well, if, if there's sort of something that's, you know, that you're, that you're receiving from here, but it's not quite exactly what you need, who would that be? What service would that look like? And, um, and just sort of, I help that person direct to maybe who they, they can see that is, is for them. And <clears throat> I don't, I don't really take it personally. It just kind of happens, you know, and I'm not for everyone and everyone's not for me. And that's why there's lots of different, you know, healing um, or you know, su supportive um, caregivers, I guess you could call it in a certain way. And I'm not sure if that answers really specifically your question of how I deal with that. So feel free to. No, that's that that's up, great. <clears throat> I mean, sometimes, um, like I, I really get it. Like not taking it personally if someone, you know, decides not to proceed <clears throat> is a yeah. thing. And, mm -hmm. and I really love that they could decide that they discern for themselves that it's not the time. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they come back and, and, and that's great, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's right when it's right. Cause you mm -hmm. can't force that sort of thing. Yeah. And I think only twice in my career, I've, you know, suggested that we weren't a match. Um, and they'll argue that, yes, we are. And it's like, well, let's take a look at this, right? Yeah. Ever so kind yeah. of way, but, and, and sometimes you do have to, you know, just let people go. And that's part mm -hmm. of it too. Cause we get to say too, as practitioners, as helpers, mm -hmm. as light workers. Mm -hmm. Well, that's actually being quite helpful, you know, seeing someone beyond maybe what they're ready for, what you can offer is really helpful, mm -hmm. but it's not mm -hmm. helpful. So, so, so referring or, you know, sort of pausing things, which again, I've, it's similar to you and, and my, you know, I've been doing the, the counseling since 2015, only a handful of times have I really kind of partway through, you know, meeting with someone being like, okay, maybe this isn't, you know, the mm -hmm. best for, for either of us, but um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really like the, the, their interest at heart. And so is that, 
Right. That's being yeah. authentic, authentic unto ourselves and out of respect for the other person. Exactly. Right. Because yeah. it's. And I, and I, it costs money to do these things, you know? Oh, for sure. They're investing right? and I'm, you know, we're investing our energy as well. And so, um, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of a, an okay conversation to, to have that people are pretty receptive to. And, mm -hmm. Yeah, because they want, they want what's best for them too, so. Totally. And it's, yeah. it takes courage to speak what is. And um, yeah, and there's a time that sometimes that needs to be exercised. Mm-hmm. Soul and spirit, the yeah. same or different? Oh, well, that's a conversation, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I'd love, I'd love to hear what you think, too. So I, I'm of the mind, I don't think it's in mind, but I kind of view spirit as like a broad sense. Mm -hmm. um, like, like we all have a spirit or we are a spirit and there's like you know i'm getting into more of my personal beliefs but that there's like a greater spirit right so it's like we have our spirit and then the greater spirit and then, you know how we're kind of connected to or like little drops of that spirit or like the drop of the ocean kind of thing so there's there's a broadness to spirit when i say that although some folks who when they're talking about say connecting with spirit guides there's a more of a personal aspect of you know a spirit guide being in spirit but it's like personified mm -hmm. um <clears throat> and and for me when i use the word soul it's more of that personalized sense of spirit you know like my soul is mine and yours is yours <laughs> <laughs> although although we're of spirit and that's kind of how i'd like to define that and even so you know even so, even though I have my own personal experience, beliefs, or senses of knowing of what soul or spirit is, it's still, you know, everyone's might, someone's might be different. And so it's when someone comes to me, they don't necessarily have to have the same viewpoint or experience of life, which is really great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, because I think having that, having that dialogue and allowing, you know, me to have my experience of soul and spirit and, and someone else to have their experience of soul and spirit, it doesn't have to be a competition, you know, like we don't have to agree on what it is. And so that's kind of where I come from, from that in a sense, um, because it kind of speaks to a human condition, I think, that we have, which is from like a certain perspective, maybe even like a psychological perspective, um, on a certain level, we kind of like having the answer and knowing the answer. And then because when we do, we don't have to question, we don't have to wonder, there's no mysteriousness and there's no unknown. And so part of, part of um, I think what it means to be a human is we kind of have these temporary belief structures that we have that we kind of, this is the answer, this is the thing, this is reality, that's it, I know it. Oh good everything's done there's no conversation mm -hmm. it's all secure it's safe as i feel safe i feel safe and so um you know i'm kind of getting on a tangent here but um having the dialogue where we don't have to have a competition on that is mm -hmm. quite i think freeing 
mm-hmm. and allows people to explore it for themselves because what we're exploring, what, when people are exploring their soul, when you're exploring your soul, like no one's going to give you the answer. Like this is your own personal journey. You know, Love I mean, it. read books, read, you know, whoever master or, you know, expert or whatever you want to call people, but, you know, come to what, how that metabolizes for you. And it's really your own experience of it. So, mm-hmm. so that's a little bit of a, how I might answer that question. It's continuing exploration. It's like, let it be a continuing exploration. You know, mm-hmm. Don't feel like you have to like arrive at an, at an answer. Mm-hmm. You know? And kind of being okay with just discovering as you're going on. I love like, how you referenced <laughs> spirit mm-hmm. um, as more exogenous, so more outside of us, and it's mm-hmm. something we can draw from. Mm-hmm. I really liked that, and I just saw all these little, you know, fairy dust coming down, <laughs> you know, and just kind of informing us, supporting us, and it's like it's like a well that you can always draw from. It's always there. It's perpetual and yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. The soul, I'm just using my words as I'm understanding your words. Yes. Soul feels like a, the deep inner self that knows that connection without question. Mm-hmm. And there's a soul consciousness. Mm-hmm. Some will say there's a soul contract and that's understanding our purpose and our nuances. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, it's, it's quite a contemplative area to, to sit with. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love how you talk about, um, you know, letting go of agenda or the destination. Like I'm here, I want to get there. There's no, there's, I don't really see that there's truly room for that mm-hmm. because then the ego is getting in the way and wanting to command how it goes. Mm-hmm. But when you work with soul and self, you are, you're intuiting and you're listening, you're connecting, which is different. It's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. The ego self kind of gets messy sometimes and it's very, can, can be very controlling or judgmental and all of that. Whereas the spirit and soul self is, is compassionate and it's, it's without judgment. It just is. Back to the I am. Mm-hmm. Well said. The um, the reference to not needing to know. I, I just share a really quick little bit. I I um, studied shamanism for a number of years, and I remember the first weekend I went to. I just cried the whole time because I'm going. I'm home. There's so much here that <laughs> resonates. But the first one of the first things that they they said was. Um, in this path, we need to give up the need to know. Mm -hmm. And that was really, really liberating. Mm -hmm. Um, When we overthink things, it gets, it gets, we miss the trend, it gets lost in translation. Yeah. Yeah. So I I love love that that. you're, I mean, I'm just saying it differently, but we're saying the Mm -hmm. same thing, which is, which is super cool. Yeah. And I love that you bring that word shamanic into it. It's just like, it automatically brings in this sense of like walking in between um, states or Mm -hmm. worlds or consciousnesses or you know and within that is inherent 
mysteriousness and not mm. knowing which I'm really hoping to bring back into um, people's lives that's okay and not just okay but that it's so good it's like mysteriousness is um this like nectar I feel oh nice <laughs> nice word <laughs> yeah because it, I think it allows us to I think you use the word liberating it's like especially with there's that there's a certain languaging around right now of like that we you know, manifest every single thing. And I'm not necessarily arguing that, it's just, yes, you know, speaking to, yes, we have influence, we have affluence, we have, we make waves, you know, we <clears throat> make decisions, we kind of make things happen. And really to bring this other complementary yet somewhat different language and way of being, which is sensing, being guided, following, being led, you know, um, having a sense of where you're going, potentially, but not exactly sure how, and all the steps and micromanaging the shit out of your journey. <laughs> and, and, and like this, this, and this might not, the word might not resonate with everyone, but like being taken in a way or being led or guided can feel like there's a surrendering quality to mm. what I'm in bringing into this, like I'm doing, I'm making there's this surrendering quality that I think people just want. Mm. Like, like, uh, I don't, I don't have to know everything. I don't have to micromanage everything. Yes. I don't have to control everything. In fact, I'm not controlling everything. Like I think I am. And that's definitely a conversation to have, but just to welcome in that, that we don't have to know and we don't know everything and we're not going to know everything, no matter how much, you know, the more, you know, the more, you know, you don't know. And so, yes. <laughs> and so that shamanic kind of quality that you were speaking to, I think, you know, allows that. And, um, and that's how I work with folks as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not, I don't have this predestined plan. And then I say, okay, this is what you're doing. I have ideas, guidelines. I have things that I'm going to, you know, I think I'm going to guide you here. And it's like, and I'm listening and I'm responding and I'm following, you know, mm -hmm. what's happening. And I think, you know, yeah. I love wow. that you talk about that. I could clearly talk about it forever. I'm going to stop. Talking. Yes, me too. Me too. <laughs> so I, yeah. so another thing that I, I really think addresses and complements what you've been talking about is I, I see that there's what we, what we know, there's what we know we don't know, and there's what we don't even know we don't know. And that's yeah. a place of counselor and coach and just an empath and an intuitive and all of those things. It's like even in Reiki, when working with the energies, which I used to know all that and I've lost it over the years. So I just get so excited when somebody's in it. Mm -hmm. um, you pick up energies, you pick up nuances. Mm -hmm. And um, the other thing I wanted to speak to was I really, and this is another way of saying what you've said, is that giving ourselves like the surrender, huge. Mm -hmm. And giving ourselves permission to lean into the unknown, which is what we're doing, what you do, mm -hmm. what I do. Mm -hmm. 
and you know in different in similar but different ways and mm -hmm. and that's truly listening listening from here mm -hmm. and also listening from there and that the more you get in sync with the person the more you're doing that mm -hmm. and that's what informs and brings the words forward and you know it, it helps us guide with guidance yeah mm -hmm. well said yeah it's yeah, so fun hey <laughs> it, it kind of is fun it's like it's kind of serious work let's say like yes. I know you know the way I approach my work is with a definitely a respect and a seriousness and similar to you as well I I might be so bold to put words in your mouth mm. but uh if so correct me if that's off but but it's so fun mm-hmm Oh, it's beautiful. It's a dance it's on the, in and so of itself. So much fun. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah. in that fun, you you have a blog called You Secretly Love Vulnerability. And I read that title. I burst out laughing. It's like, <laughs> ah. <laughs> so there's a quote here I have from you. Oh. If you've been wanting more love and connection in your life. It may be because there's another depth of vulnerability within you that you're ready for. It's so graciously put. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. I shared <laughs> that. I shared that with one of my daughters. I said, okay, I have one for you this morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and how do we know we're ready? You know what? I'm, this might sound weird. Can you read what I wrote again? I want to oh, yes. get one of those words that you read in the beginning. Oh, absolutely. Can I, read kinda, it one more time? <laughs> I kind of flew through it. Um, yeah. If you've been wanting more love and connection in your life, it may be because there is another depth of vulnerability within you that you are ready for. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so your question was, how does someone know that they're ready for it? Yes. Because they keep asking. Hmm. Mm -hmm. They and it, I'm, I don't have like an answer for your question, but there's mm. like clues and hints. Yes. When yes. the the longing gets bigger, when the impatience gets shorter, mm. when the questions keep coming up, the you can't stop thinking about something, or something keeps coming into your field, the kind of like um, a build up kind of feels like it's happening. You know, it's like, that's like a sign of um, before change. So the buildup, the friction mm -hmm. happens, um, mm -hmm. which, which is the alchemical shift for the next place that you're going into. So the fact that, you know, just like noticing the questions you keep asking and how ardent they are and how frequent they are. And yeah it kind of hints to that as to somewhat answer your question. And the reason why I say so, so boldly, um, you like, like it's such a, it's such an overt statement. Like you like vulnerability, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, like, like, you know, not knowing who's reading the post, but when I think about, and maybe you can speak to this too, Maureen, um, when you think about some of the beautiful and I say beautiful, not as only like lovely, I mean, sad moments or grief, you know, can have, can have life in it. But um, when we think of these moments that we look back on and have had that have been uh, like something that we've wanted, or we've experienced a feeling or an emotion that we've wanted, whether it's peace or relief or rest or love or joy or connection, whatever it is, it, 
when I look back at my life, it's come from those moments of vulnerability. And when I say vulnerability, I mean moments of openness, moments of allowing myself to be touched um, or when I couldn't help it and something, you know, affected me. Um, it seems to come through those moments of, of vulnerability where you're just you. Mm. You're just whatever is running through you at the time. Um, but that place of kind of almost uncomfortable openness when you're on a precipice of something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's, I don't know what your experience is with, with that and, and vulnerability, oh. but. Well, I concur. Absolutely. Okay. There's, a, there's a beautiful word called thalipsis. And I spoke to it when I was, did a little, a little talk at my youngest daughter's wedding. And I, I spoke about, like, we can say, I wish you joy and happiness and rainbows and fairies. But the yeah. truth of the matter is, in order to grow, we need friction. And that's the word thalipsis is all about the friction we need to move us forward. It's like spinning your tires on the ice or creating some friction like sand or salt underneath so we can gain traction for mm -hmm. movement. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I just, I, I think it's to honor the hardships in our life, to honor the sticky spots, the uncomfortable spots and get, get comfortable with being uncomfortable sometimes because that is life, life 101. And, mm -hmm. um, so I, I love what you said. It, it is, it encapsulates, you know, the little bit that I said here, as well as said so much more with respect to those mm -hmm. harder parts and mm -hmm. um, to just, it's not being done to you. It's being done with you. Yes. And um, so no, like, again, the whole manifestation thing is a conversation that's a bit triggering sometimes. Mm -hmm. And even in my life, it's like, what? I don't think so. But <laughs> but it, there's a collective consciousness as well. And, and it has so many components and moving parts. And um, yeah. so I love that we, you know, I, I'm hearing how much you honor the hardships too, the difficulties, the, you know, the unknowns. Uh, that's really beautiful. And, and yeah. I can only imagine the beautiful space that you hold for people with respect to that. Thank you. You're so yeah, welcome. I appreciate that. Well, I'm I'm gonna overgeneralize, but just to just to mention, like when I'm seeing when in my own practice, it's is that when people come to me with whatever discomfort or pain, whatever mm -hmm. that is, mm -hmm. with with a part of who they are, a part of who they think they shouldn't be, a part that is unlovable, shouldn't be there, uh, to this, too sad, too angry, too whatever what ends up being part of the process is like welcoming that part in as well mm. you know that's again it's another sentence a really short sentence oh just welcome these parts of you oh just and i'm not saying it too flippantly but oh just accept these parts of you but when that actually starts to happen you know they it's just you can't you can't cut off your arm and try to be whole like you can't cut off mm -hmm. these parts that are you know whatever they are the, the shadow parts and um, yeah I love how you ended sort of what you were saying with that it's so true you know it's um back to when I went to 
shamanic school because you know a true shaman must be born into it like they're initiated there's all of that but as a practitioner um you know using and embodying some of the techniques and and ways there's so many fabulous ways um there's what i loved was you get to dance with your shadows that was the first time that i i like what I don't have to like shove that away. I don't have to pretend it doesn't exist. I don't have to apologize for it. I don't have to beat myself up because of it. So there was a, there was a quote that was again from those times is that we must dance with our shadows as we dance with our light because they are a part mm -hmm. of us. I got mm -hmm. the, to the quote totally wrong, but that's the gist of it. Um, mm -hmm. But for me, that, that was huge permission to be me and I hear that's, you know, exactly what you're offering people is to be with themselves, not to be shamed or blamed, you know, you know, all the, the work and the books that have been written around, you know, blame and shame, you know, it, mm -hmm. it's to just see that that's okay. And it is a part of you. And that is what makes you today. So mm -hmm. you wouldn't be you without that experience. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, Karen, we could talk for it like hours. <laughs> Are you our, keeping an eye on the time? Are you being I am. I am. So, responsible. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. So um, I would ask that you so kindly leave us with a brief meditation. And before we go into that, I just want to um, note that we will leave your contact information on the blog. Uh, that will all be there. People can contact you there and on your Facebook page. And um, if you haven't sent that to us already, please do. And, um, and please, I really encourage anyone who is resonating with, with Karen's energy and, and um, being that you, that you reach out, you will be so kindly and beautifully um, cared for and um, held. So thank you. Beautiful. Mm. Wonderful. Okay. So right. thank you, Marine. That's so sweet. Um, uh, so like a one minute, two minute meditation spontaneous? Mm -hmm. Let's see what happens. Spontaneous, yay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so for me, for Marine, for whoever's watching, feel free to close your eyes and feel how you're sitting on your chair, the floor, your couch. And feel into a few deep breaths. It's just all to breathe in together so it may help you in this. And then exhale through your mouth. One more time, inhale. And exhale, let it out. And so for this brief meditation, I invite you to breathe into the, the simple brilliance of your body. Just breathe into your feet or wherever you can. Feel your aliveness wherever you can, the aliveness of your body. The aliveness inside of you that gives life to your body. Have you ever just sat, sat down and thought, hmm, I'm tuning to how alive I am. And this life inside. Welcoming exactly how you feel.
I don't know if this is more like an honoring than a meditation, but just to take a moment to honor how you are right now and to honor you and the sacred part of yourself. That it's okay to use words like sacred or reverent or deep or soul. See that when you're moving about your day, you're doing your things and grocery lists. Maybe take a breath and just remember not to feel this aliveness. And take an inhale through your nose. And then exhale through your mouth. And I'm going to end the way that I've been ending my yoga classes for a long time. So everyone to um, rub their palms together, whether that's slowly or quickly. And place your palms over your eyes. And open your eyes into your palms. Helping with that transition into your day. Slide your hands down from your face. <laughs> so, thank you, Mary. Karen, thank you. That was beautiful. That's you are so beautiful. Lovely. Thank you for sharing you today. So lovely talking with you and just sharing space with you and energy with you. Wonderful. Well, deeply appreciated and I really encourage people to reach out if this resonates with them and um, may you continue to do just such incredible valuable work it's so needed especially now mm. yeah thank you Maureen and I could say the same thing for you my friend <laughs> thank you so good so good well thank have you. a great day I'll see you in a month or so sounds and, good um, thank you yeah, that's so great all right Right. Bye. Bye bye.